Work is no longer just about productivity and metrics. It's about people. And when we focus on positivity, communication, belonging, and development, the numbers take care of themselves. This is Work Human Radio, where we talk to authors, researchers, and business leaders about the latest trends making work more human around the world. Here's your host, Mike Wood. Welcome back to another Work Human Radio. My name is Mike Wood. I am your host, and I have a special guest today. Um, It is National Suicide Prevention Month, and I have a special guest, Tara Greeley, um, who's with us. Tara, can you tell everybody kind of who you work for and what you do? Sure. Uh, I really appreciate the invitation to come chat with you, first of all. Um, So I'm the area director for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention in Massachusetts. We oversee the Massachusetts board chapter, as well as all of our fundraising events, advocacy initiatives, support and outreach to survivors of suicide loss and those who struggle. Um, And we fund some amazing research as well, both locally and at the national level, in addition to providing prevention education for suicide prevention as well. That's wonderful. You just gave a uh, presentation to the Work Human Office here in Framingham, and we actually beamed it to the office in in Dublin as well. But um, you mentioned that suicide is the 10th um, cause of death in terms of like the the most common um, in the U.S. Um, What why do you think that is and what can we do to kind of help people? Like, what's an easy thing for our listeners to do to, to if they think somebody might be contemplating suicide? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and I'm so glad you brought it up. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the country, and the rate of suicide is increasing year over year. So it's something we really need to prioritize both with funding and with what we can do on an interpersonal basis, right? So just having a conversation with those around us, checking in with yourself, practicing self-care, but having a real conversation with someone who might be struggling is sometimes the best way. Oftentimes, someone who's struggling or thinking about suicide really just wants someone to listen to their story and to validate how they're feeling. So when we're having these conversations with someone who might be thinking about suicide or taking their lives, right, we can focus on the part of them that's that's tied to wanting to stick around, right? Most people who think about suicide are ambivalent about taking their own lives. So part of them wants to live and, and part of them does not want to live. So by focusing on the part of them that's that wants to stick around and, and keep hanging out with us and, and letting people know that they can talk to us about this, right? We're not here to fix anything. Um, unless you're a clinician, you might have some more experience and background in that. But but just listening and, and having that conversation, letting people know you're there for them and that you value their life and, and their story is a really important way. Yeah, it's, it's really about that human connection is what is just right. reaching out to someone, letting them know that uh, they matter and that um, you're you're there for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Letting people know that they're important and that you value them being here is such a vital part to this this fight and this community building that we're doing in the suicide prevention space. Um, you never know when just checking in with someone could could make their day or potentially save their life, depending on what what point in their lives they're at, right? If they're in that crisis point and you just are thinking about that person and you reach out to check in, that can have an amazing impact on that person's life. So a lot of times I hear with, with, with suicide that people always say, oh, the, oh, that person seemed fine, that they were um, happy. And that, um, what are some warning signs if 
uh, or, or things to look out for if if you if someone might be contemplating suicide. Yeah, so we can be on the lookout for a lot of different things, and and we kind of group them into talk, behavior, and mood. And oftentimes, people who are thinking about suicide will actually talk about it and say, "I just I don't want to be here anymore. I'm I feel alone. I feel like I'm a burden to others." Um, and then they might also isolate themselves from their family and friends or withdraw from activities they usually enjoy doing. They might experience depression or apathy um, or be spontaneous when they're typically not that way and, and lead a more scheduled life. And then, of course, keeping an eye out for increased uh, drug and alcohol use as well are things we can be on the lookout for. Mm -hmm. And um I know in 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 Hollywood or in the uh, the media recently, um, we had Anthony Bourdain and uh, Kate Spade, Robin Williams, even years ago, and then the Netflix special uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, mm. It's been in in the news. Like, how do you how do you, how do you go against what you know what you know? Let's say kids could be seeing, you know, oh Anthony Bourdain, um, you know. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, specifically with 13 Reasons Why, AFSP as an organization, uh, we're not particularly on board with the entire message that that series has shared, uh, mostly because uh, we've recognized some unsafe language and messaging in that series. But we actually worked uh, as an organization with 13 Reasons Why and Netflix to remove uh, a particularly triggering scene from the first season, which was just completed. Um, that that removal was just completed. So making an effort to really step up and speak out when we are noticing things that are unsafe or potentially triggering to people who might be struggling. Uh, but we want to avoid contagion as well. And those high profile suicide deaths uh, of those of those celebrities or those folks with major platforms can impact people that feel some kind of connection to those celebrities um, or those public figures. And and we may think that everything is going great and they had everything to live for, but oftentimes what we see is the heartbreak, right? We see the divorce or the loss of a family member um, or, or a major life event, but we don't know what's going on beneath the surface. And it's important to recognize that when someone takes their own life, it's never just because of one thing. It's this culmination of things uh, in in, in this perfect storm of intersecting factors. So they may have experienced a traumatic life event, but we we might not see that they've also been predisposed to suicide uh, or they have a family history of mental health or they're experiencing struggles with their own mental health. Um, and then they may have also increased their drug or alcohol use as well. So to make sure we have a really full understanding of what this means and, and what it means for someone to take their own life. Now, has there been an uptick in in suicides, like as technology has has increased? Because I can't imagine being in in high school right now with with all the uh, ways that you can be bullied outside of school. <laughs> yeah. um, have Have you seen that in in, in your research? Absolutely. Um, and, and you know, we don't know the exact cause for that. Um, there's also been an increase in the accuracy of reporting suicides um, as causes of death, because in several cultures and, and religions and communities, suicide sometimes isn't even recognized as a, as a cause of death or an official cause of death. So there's been a lot of advocacy work that we've done to make sure that that 
reporting accuracy has increased, but certainly the rate of suicide has increased. Um, in the United States alone in 2016, we were at almost 45,000 deaths by suicide in the country. And that brings us to the most recent CDC report for 2017, where we're seeing more than 47,000 deaths by suicide in the country. And so that could be due to a lot of different things. Uh, you know, in addition to that reporting accuracy, um, like you said, the, the, expansion of opportunities to bully and to put people down, um, but important to always bring it back to that understanding of what else is going on. It's not just bullying. It's not just a divorce. It's not just the loss of a family or friend. It's it's a multitude of things that are all kind of spiraling to this crisis point. Now, um, you had mentioned in, in your talk to um, our employees about language that we should stay away from in terms of suicide. Can you share some of that? Yeah, I'd love to. So uh, we certainly focus this safe language and and where it's coming from is um, is really an intention to remove that judgment and stigma from conversations about mental health and about suicide. So a couple of the main ones that are easy to, to start practicing and to start training your own mode of thought, um, we avoid the word committed. Uh, we don't say committed suicide because there's that implication of judgment. You commit a crime, you commit a sin an error, right? Uh, and we want to remove judgment from that equation. So instead of saying committed, we encourage you to use uh, death by suicide, took his or her own life, or killed himself or herself. And the other major one we want to focus on is avoiding saying failed or successful attempt. Uh, there's nothing successful about suicide. It's not a win in any book. Um, and the last person, someone who's struggling, uh, last thing someone who's struggling may want to hear is that they failed at something else. Um, so we just say they made a suicide attempt. Uh, we sometimes say death by suicide or completed suicide. Now, if, if you think someone might be contemplating suicide or you yourself might be contemplating suicide, is there a number that you can call? I believe you shared one. Yes, absolutely. You can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Or you can text the crisis line at 741-741. And both those platforms are available 24-7, really well-trained uh, receiving staff on the other end of the phone. Um, there's also a veterans option for the, the lifeline number as well, um, which you'll be directed to if you do call in and would like that kind of support. Right. Well, thank you for joining us for a very special edition of Work Human Radio. Um, she is Tara Greeley. And where can people find you if they want to, you know, get in touch? Yeah, visit AFSP.org. Uh, if you'd like to get involved with our chapter, you can go to AFSP.org slash Massachusetts. I invite you to check out more information and also to join us at our Boston Out of the Darkness Walk on October 26th at City Hall Plaza. Great. Well, thanks again. And uh, to our listeners out there, take care of each other and have a great week. If you want to see business leaders, culture keepers, and industry experts come together to share the latest research and ideas for making work more human, you need to be at Work Human Live in 2020, May 11th through the 14th in San Antonio. Visit WorkHuman.com to see the full lineup of speakers and reserve your spot in the number one conference of 2020. 